the Unraveling Podcast, everybody. I am so happy you're here. And I'm super pumped to be starting a new series all about emotions. And we are going to be going through the book of Psalms. This is one of my favorite books because I am a huge feeler and I just feel very heard and seen when I read it. And so I'm hoping that the series will help us to open up some conversation and just make room for us to feel safe about actually feeling emotions. I want people to feel very validated in this series. God made us with emotion. They aren't bad. And we want to just be able to express them and manage them in healthy ways. So that is a lot of what we're going to be talking about. I'm not even exactly sure how long this is going to go, but I know that this is what God put on my heart. So I really hope that wherever you're at, this podcast will encourage you today. Also, if you wouldn't mind taking a minute to just rate and review this podcast, that would be so, so awesome. But that's all I got for you guys today. Let's get started. If you are yet to really dive into the book of Psalms, I really, really encourage you to do so. I have found that there is so much vocabulary in these books that directly speak to me. They actually speak for me. They say things that I couldn't say myself. And I just know that there's no coincidence that they're in the Bible. God wanted us to know that humans are going to feel a huge range of emotions. And that's what this book is all about. It goes from the worst, most painful, darkest places you can be. And then it talks all about the highest of joys um, and happiness that you can feel. I love the honesty of this book. I love just that there's no shame in not being okay. And I think as Christians, sometimes we really struggle with that. We really struggle with, um, you know, if I just had faith, I wouldn't be so sad. I wouldn't be so down. I wouldn't be so fearful. I wouldn't be questioning God so much. But right here in these books, we will see all of that and more. And just there's no, I think it's just so beautiful that these writers, um, the one we're reading about today is David, will go to God so honestly. And I think that's what the Lord wants from us is just such an honest conversation. He already knows how we feel. And so if we can practice even talking to God in these ways and just taking some stuff from this book, I think it can be so helpful. So today we're going to look at Psalm 6. It's a short one, but it's a good one. It actually has a lot packed in it. So I'm just going to start by reading it. And in case anyone's wondering, I use the NIV version. All right, so Psalm 6. O Lord, do not rebuke me with your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am faint. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in anguish. How long, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. No one remembers you when he is dead. Who praises you from the grave? I am worn out from groaning. All night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. So those are verses 1 through 7, and we will come back and do the rest of 6 in a little bit. But man, that is some deep emotion. And I would guess that you have probably at some point been in this place before. I hope you're not there right now, but some of you very well, most likely are in this place right now and can relate to these words. So the first thing I noticed was in verse one, it says, Oh Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. 
Now, I cannot tell you exactly what is happening or what David is talking about, but it does, it's interesting to me because I know that a lot of times when we are in such a dark place and when a lot of bad things happen, especially like one after the other bad things happen, we tend to look to God and like, what, why are you doing this to me, God? What did I do to deserve this, this kind of pain? And I oftentimes think that we truly believe God is punishing us or he just doesn't really care. What's interesting is that I don't believe God punishes us, but there is sometimes consequences for things we do. So if we are doing something, you know, if we are actively sinning, there will be consequences from that that can really, really, really hurt because sin is us separating ourselves from God, right? So there's bound to be some hard stuff that comes from that. But when something terrible happens that we, were, we played no role in, and when somebody hurt us, when we lose somebody we love, it's hard not to think, like, God, why wouldn't you help me? Why wouldn't you fix this? I must be getting punished. And it kind of sounds like that's where David's at right now as he writes this. Verse 2 says, Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am faint. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in anguish. How long, O Lord, how long? Have you ever been there where you've just been wondering and crying out to God, like, how long do I have to endure this? How long until you heal this? How long will it hurt that bad? And then in verse four, David says, turn, O Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. And I think this is interesting because he's just saying like, God, where are you? How long? How long do I have to go through this? And then he's also now bringing up like, hey, God, I know you can deliver me. And I know that you can save me because of your unfailing love. And I think this is a great example of how we can both experience grief or heartache and hope. At the exact same time, we can hold both. But just so we understand how deep sorrow David was experiencing, feeling at this time, he says in verse six, I am worn out from groaning all night long. I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. That is some deep grief. And again, maybe you can relate. And if you can relate to this, I am so sorry. David is talking about that he is not sleeping well at night. He is crying through the night, lots and lots of tears. Um, it sounds like he's, you know, just so in such a dark place and even depressed. And so after reading this, what I got from those first seven verses is that David is feeling so broken and he is wondering, where the heck are you, God? He doesn't feel God near. Yet, if we go on to verse 8 through 10, something kind of weird happens because it's right after that next verse that he says, Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and dismayed. They will turn back in sudden disgrace. That's a pretty drastic change in one line going from my eyes grow weak with sorrow, they fail me because of all my foes, to away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. But man, isn't that so accurate for us? Am I the only one whose emotions kind of go from one side of the spectrum to the other so quickly? And I do believe something happened. I believe something happened in David's mindset after he wrote seven, after he was able to express how 
terrible it felt, something happened. And I think that's true for us too. David got to a place where he was able to be totally honest with God. And then he was able to say, wait a minute. Okay, this is how I feel. I'm putting it all out there. But I'm also going to fix my mind on your truth. And what is the truth? That you hear me weeping. That you accept my prayers. And that you will protect me from my enemies. And that is my main takeaway from this psalm is that in order to get to that place where we can fix our mind on the truth, we have to be honest about how we're really feeling. And you guys, I'm a therapist. I am way, I'm probably annoying at how much I tell people in my life, especially clients, that they need to allow themselves to feel, but it's true. You have to. Emotions do not evaporate when you stuff them down. They're in there and they need to be felt. And of course, there are healthy ways to feel emotions. You should not just blindly dive into them all at once. Sometimes you have to do it little by little. Healing often happens in layers, but a really good first step, if you are struggling, if you are hurting so bad, is just going to God and being honest and saying, this is how I'm feeling. Even if you do it, if you just allow yourself to be honest for five minutes a day, just start there. Just a, And if you want to go longer, by all means, go longer. But just start small and allow yourself to be real with everything going on, knowing that God already knows. And then once you get past that, you can start asking yourself, okay, what is the truth? Because even though your emotions might be telling you that there is no hope, that's not the truth. Even though your emotions might be telling you that God is not listening, we know that God listens. He hears our weeping. He accepts our prayers and he will protect us. And this whole concept of fixing our mind on the truth, it has to be done at some point in order to get to a better place. If we never acknowledge God's word and his truth, we won't get to a better place where we can stand on the truth and declare victory in our life. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to be back again very soon with more stuff like this. Um, But I hope that wherever you're at right now, you can just feel a sense of, hmm, Openness, just knowing that there is a direct, you have a direct line to God, that you can just be you. You don't have to hide anything. Um, You can be mad. He can handle it. You can scream. You can cry. You can do what you need to do, and you're safe with him. It's never going to be too much for him. And always, I like to put a disclaimer that if emotions are just too big, too traumatic, too painful, I really recommend processing through emotions with a therapist or some a professional of some sort. But you guys, I hope that this gave you some encouragement and not all of them will feel this dark and heavy, but actually quite a few will because it's kind of dark and heavy in this book, but there is some really great stuff too. So stick around um, and I will see you or talk to you next time. Have a wonderful day.